Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 205. John and Wendy talk to Bonnie Endicott. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How are you, John? Wendy, I'm well. We're at the end of January, which is hard to believe. It's crazy. This is going to be the last episode that is sponsored by our friends over at the Bowling Green State University Graduate Programs of Organizational Development and Change. I love that you're the one that says that. (laughs) And I've gotten to do it, learned it well. We want to thank Tom Daniels and all the folks at BGSU for their support of the show and, and coming back to introduce us to Lori Gobble and just everything that we've been able to do with BGSU over the last couple of years has been a a true honor. And so want to thank them. Yes. But you know, Wendy, it's, it's January and it's snowing. We've had two (laughs) bouts of snow in Virginia already. You've had more snow than we have. Yeah. Sleet. So maybe it's not exactly the time people think about this. We need to talk a little bit about ice cream. It's the perfect time to talk about ice cream. Is there ever a bad time to talk about ice cream? I don't think so. We were talking before the show. I think that the audience needs an update about what you're doing with your ice cream. This is something, it's slow going. I'll be honest, because there's a lot of regulations around dairy that I had no idea about. And I'm sure um, most of our, you know, we, we're in HR. We understand regulations. We understand rules. There's so many hoops that I got to jump through um, for this. So I recently became Serve Safe certified. I can tell you how you should store fish in the refrigerator if you're going to cook it for sale, which has nothing to do with ice cream. I realize that, but I did have to become Serve Safe certified in order to use the commercial kitchen here in Brookings. So I have done that. Um, I am uh, now needing to purchase a freezer to store the ice cream. And that's my last hurdle. So I am official with the state of South Dakota. I'm official with the IRS. I really just want to get through all of this so I can have fun making more ice creams and coming up with with new fun flavors. Um, So my husband recently brought home some peanut butter whiskey. I did not know you could have flavored whiskey. I had no idea. I would assume it would be kind of like if you did a rum or a vodka or Um, something. Yeah, yeah, apparently so. Uh, yeah, peanut butter whiskey, which made a really nice vanilla. Um, so uh, we we did have that in um, at Eponymous earlier this evening in a beer float with their maple uh, stout. And it was very good. Highly recommend it. So, yeah, everyone just come to South Dakota. Everybody go to Brookings right now. <laughs> come Eponymous on over to Brookings and... We're, we do, um, Eponymous does want to have like beer float nights. So that will be a thing in the future once I'm able to start selling it. Um, but I'm close. I'm very hopeful by, uh, so Eponymous started, little known fact, uh, Eponymous started around this, a uh, little bit after we did with our podcast. Um, okay. so their fourth anniversary is coming up. And so, um, I am hopeful that I will be official, officially selling by their fourth anniversary this March. And I think we should also note that not only do you have all these other things, you have a really cool logo. I do have a really cool logo by the same gentleman who did HR Social Hour logo. Shannon did a fantastic job with that. You can see the logo out on my Instagram or Facebook page. Daily Scoops, pretty easy to remember, easy to find um, out on Facebook and Instagram. So um, I have been, I actually, John, I, I even tried my hand at some TikTok videos. Oh boy. Okay. 
Yeah, I did a couple TikToks uh, when I was actually uh, procrastinating doing my business plan. <laughs> so, I love it. I really, I really should be working on my business plan so I can apply for grants. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, Jesse, come help me do this TikTok. That did lead to me making the peanut butter whiskey ice cream. So, you know, uh, I think that uh, it was well, it was time well spent making yet another recipe for uh, to sell eventually. So we're closer. I'm closer. I'm excited. Never in a million years, John, did I think that, well, here, you know, four years later from when we started the podcast. So I'm doing a podcast. I am making my own ice cream. Never would have dreamed four years ago, if you would have told me this is where we would be and where I would be right now, I I would have probably called you a liar. But sometimes you put it out to the universe and the universe says, okay, here you go. Run with it. (laughs) I think you've said that before. And I think that's a great way to put it. It's been really exciting to hear and see all the cool things you've got going on with it. Uh, congratulations on that new certification. And uh, maybe we can put in the show notes how to store fish if if that's indeed something we want to do. If that's something you want to do, hey, um, I can I can tell you the proper way to clean. I can tell you the pro- how to accept, you know, uh, food for, <laughs> from your vendors. Uh, yeah, as I'm going through this, I'm going, this is nothing I'm ever going to use, but you know, if you're HR certified, how many of those HR certification questions do you actually use on a daily basis? Let's, well, that, that's let's be a great true about point. these uh, certification very, questions. Very fair. <laughs> I would have to say, even if you told me four years ago that we'd have our guest on tonight, I probably would have laughed because I don't know if we knew Bonnie back then, but we've known her for did. an awful long time now. And, and I'm glad that we finally able to make this happen. So without further ado, let's make the introduction and get started. Yeah, super pumped to welcome Bonnie to the show. Bonnie has more than 20 years of experience in America's top Fortune 100 and 500 firms, developing and honing expertise in talent development, HR, and organizational development. She designed, facilitated, and implemented learning and development programs at IBM and launched a corporate university and sales training at Capital One. She spent 12 amazing years leading and building the talent function at Southwest Airlines, and now she serves as Vice President HR at Zachary Group. Well, Bonnie, welcome. Welcome to the show. So excited to have you here. Our first question, what is in your glass? Awesome. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, John. I'm so excited to be here. And today I'm, well, probably everybody knows if you follow me on Twitter, I drink a lot of tea, a lot of tea. And so tonight I have a green mint tea. We get a lot more tea these days. <laughs> do you? We get a lot more tea these yes, days. I've heard water for a while. Water. Yeah. I think maybe now we're in the winter and maybe it, maybe it's changed up a little bit, but. Yeah. So yeah, I need a little perk. So I, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kicking with the, with the tea tonight. <laughs> well, we're not going the fully leaded coffee like some of our other nice. previous guests of late have been doing. <laughs> Bonnie, again, we're, we're so happy that you're able to join us. And as we always start, you know, how in the world did you get your start in human resources? Yeah, that's a good question. It's funny. I get that question a little bit and I never would have thought I would have been in HR when I graduated um, college with a business degree. And um, I got my first job doing business process writing and training for ERP implementations. And so that's really how I started. I learned about training and 
kind of technical writing and did that for a while before I even realized really that I was in quote unquote training, you know, that's not back in the day when we graduated, there was no HR degree. It was business. And then you kind of found your way into it. So yeah, started way back in the 1900s, I'll say. We did too. <laughs> that's okay. Yes, we did. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Not at all. It does sound weird to say though. It does. It does. Know. Vintage. It does, it does sound weird. Yeah, it, exactly. Vintage is. I I don't know that I like vintage anymore because I've seen some uh, some movies that came out when I was in high school that are called vintage, and I'm not a fan of that. But no, when they start including like music from the '80s and like classic rock, you're like, oh, yeah. Or elevator music. music from the '90s is classic. That's, oh that's yeah, horrible. I can't I can't do that. You go into Walmart mm-hmm. and you're listening to you start jamming out to Debbie Gibson and you're like. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh, anyway, sorry. We do not besmirch Debbie Gibson on this show, Debbie Bailey. <laughs> I know. Hey, we should all listen to Debbie Gibson right love now. Love Debbie Gibson. I have been trying to find sheet music so that I can play Lost in Your Eyes and get Vadim and Tracy on video and we can all <laughs> sing together. Um, I just need the right version. I can't find the right version. I feel like TikTok is waiting for you to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, back on track, Bonnie, you did, uh, as you said, you started in learning and development. And then when you joined Zachary, you took on responsibilities of total rewards and and talent acquisition, which is kind of some of it's similar, but it's like a a 90 degree turn there. What was the draw to this opportunity? And what have you learned about those areas that has surprised you? Yeah, that's a really good question. Because sometimes I ask myself that now, you know, as I'm learning and growing, (laughs) what's going on? But I... I started supporting, so I'd been in talent for a while, kind of talent management and talent development. And I started supporting HR business partners for a couple of years. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I, I think I, cause you know, in training, sometimes you don't always report up to, you know, HR, you maybe you might report up to a business line or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so really kind of working in a proper HR team, like I did at Southwest, um, had the opportunity to support HR business partners and really kind of, you know, see more of the proper HR side of things. And so that piqued my interest and I wanted to learn more. And then I began to really learn, you know, what does it mean mean to have a, a compensation, you know, strategy, if you will, that's really well interlinked with talent, you know, kind of an integrated talent management, cohesive thought there. And so began to learn more about compensation and just really how that supports, you know, all of your talent stuff, performance management and succession planning, et cetera, et cetera. And so I just really you know, really kind of started learning about that. And then I, I thought, you know, hey, next step, I want to grow. So let me try my hand at kind of full scope HR. And so it has been a delight to support full scope HR. And it's been a challenge. And um, last year, we did some cool benefits things, um, cool benefit programs at Zachary. And that was a big time learning, really getting into kind of benefits administration and learning how to roll that out. So super cool. And I learned a ton and I learned you can never, ever be a full benefits expert. At least I won't. Those are some smart, smart people. (laughs) I think Wendy's with you there. Yeah. Bonnie, I always enjoy getting a chance to talk to others that are in the construction business because it is not a glamorous business as we've discussed, but it is a critical one. I just don't talk to a lot of HR professionals in that space. I guess maybe they're not on social and how do we get them there? And that's another conversation for another day. Coming into construction from where you came from, 
what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge in the industry? And let's let's just take COVID off the table. But otherwise, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge and how are you working to address it? Yeah, I think it's smart to take COVID off the table because then I could say, well, hey, it's retention like everybody else is saying. So, you know, I don't want to give that pat answer, though. So really kind of learning about the construction industry and what I've noticed is we're a very complex industry and we're some can be an old fashioned industry. And, um, you know, we haven't invested a whole lot in our back office tools, if you will. Um, And so I think probably that's what I'm seeing as one of our biggest opportunities is to think about HR as one of our back office um, functions, but how can we help help us be more innovative, build up the scalability, and, and really kind of think about HR more of a, as a strategic role. And so that's what I'm really kind of learning, investing in the technology and, and even the thinking about how we can engage employees. So I spend a lot of time thinking about our employee value proposition and kind of that employee experience and um, what's that going to look like. Um, at Zachary, we've got employees who are kind of craft, right? They're on the front line. They're um, the construction pros. And we've also got the engineers, you know, behind the scenes. And we've got, then we've got all kind of your, you know, your staff workers as well, the, you know, folks who keep headquarters going and all the back office work like HR and IT and accounting and all. So we just have a really wide variety of um, employees, employee types and career paths and things like that. So we're going to, we just need to think um, fresh about our employee experiences is um, kind of where we're headed. So I think those two things tech advancements, and really thinking holistically about our employee value proposition. All right, Bonnie, let's talk about Simply Strategic Talent. What led you to launch it, and how do you see talent management changing in the next few years? Awesome. I love that question. Thank you. And Simply Strategic Talent Solutions is really a labor of love. I want to put as much talent development info out there for up and coming talent development professionals. And that's really why I started it. So I stepped into talent management probably 2012 ish. Um, And so, and I was looking for resources to just, you know, learn about succession planning and performance management and talent reviews and just all the things that kind of fall under, you know, quote unquote, talent development or talent management. And I had, I had trouble finding things to really get educated you know, there, there's some really great resources out there. They're just a, only a few. And so as I started to, you know, to learn and, and gain some knowledge I, about a couple of years ago, I was like, I just want to give it to somebody else. Like I want to pass it along and I want to share. And I love mentoring and really, you know, helping others be successful. And so that's really why I do it. I don't, there's no, it's not monetized right now. I would like to maybe in the future, you know, as I look for retirement and things like that. But for right now, it's um, kind of is what it is. This this year, actually, I'm going to launch coaching for um, nonprofits. So that's kind of, it's in my heart to to really give back to just nonprofits. And I think every organization, whether it's a for-profit or nonprofit, needs some help and needs some help with talent and volunteerism and just how to keep people happy and engaged and moving in the same direction. So that's kind of where I'd like to take Simply Strategic this year. Um, in my spare time. So I have, you know, my new job, it doesn't have a lot of extra time. So I hear you when you talk about, you know, it's slow progress forward, but you know, what I'd love to see going forward in talent development, I'd really like to see, I talked about integrated talent management earlier. I'd like to see that used more. I'd like to see us really talking about, you know, maybe, maybe HR teams getting together and talking about, Hey, here's some things I'm thinking about in talent. Um, how does that impact compensation or compensation doing some work and, you know, reaching out to talent and really kind of making it a holistic thing, connectedness of employee engagement, employee experience, um, and it to be really a force of 
change for us. You know, I'd love for everybody to be tweeting about talent development or everybody to be talking about talent development. You know, we, we, like you see it in a lot of articles, like it's kind of like, you've got to lean in and take care of your employees, but that's about all I see. You know, I don't see a whole lot of knowledge or know-how or here's how to really make that happen. Um, come. So I just like to give kind of practical advice and really support up and coming talent development folks who have a passion for that space. We've started crowdsourcing over the last year or so, Bonnie, questions from previous guests. And it shouldn't come as a great surprise because it feels like this month with BGSU and everything we've done, we've talked a lot about talent and learning and what have you. In this case, Lori Gobble asks, what do you think is the most important skill to have or improve upon in this post-pandemic hybrid work world that we're now in? That's a really good one. I love, and I love that you're, you guys are doing this and crowdsourcing the question. So, you know what I would say, and I thought about this one a lot and I felt like this maybe answer might be a little hokey, but I'm going to say some, back to some of those interpersonal skills, right? Like pick up the phone and call somebody. So easy to text or do an IM or send an email or, you know, but really to pick up the phone and talk to somebody and kind of make that connection, you know, you, you, you know, no amount of smiley face emojis are going to express how excited you are about something or not excited about something, you know, and lately, you know, those are kind of the white, the water cooler chat or the coffee chat or whatever. And I, I, it's kind of a, it's a lost thing in these last couple of years. And so I don't know, I just like to encourage us to really work on some of that interpersonal reactions, inter- interactions with each other. Some of the the folks on our on our team when I was at Southwest, we had loved interns, had a lot of interns, and one thing we saw every year with the interns is we really poured into them as learning how to really interact with each other, and because um, you're you know there's a person behind the other side of the email, you know, or or the text or or however you wanted to communicate. So, and I, I think that's true of all of us at all ages now. With that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by Bowling Green State University. If the last two years have taught us anything, it's the importance of being agile and open to change. Bowling Green State University is a world leader in providing graduate education to working professionals in organization development and change. In fact, in 2019, BGSU launched one of the only professional doctorate programs in the country focused on organization development and change. Both the master's and doctorate degree programs are designed for working professionals and blend the convenience of virtual learning with regularly scheduled in-person weekends a few times a year. The BGSU graduate programs in organization development and change provide students with practical skills and help them grow from a subject matter expert to a sought-after thought leader. To learn more about the master's and doctorate programs in organization development and change at Bowling Green State University, visit bgsu.edu mod. Thanks again to Bowling Green State University for sponsoring the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. And now, back to the show. And we are back. Bonnie, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. So, first question, what career did you dream of having when you were a child? I always love everybody's answers. And I am sad to say, I have no idea. I do not remember (laughs) what I wanted to be when I was a kid. The only thing that I remember is when I was in college, I wanted to be, I think it was college. I want to be an international consultant. I don't even know what that means, but that's what I wanted to do. So (laughs) I have no idea. I guess I had no aspiration. 
That was back when like Arthur Anderson was the consultancy, right? Like right. That, that's what yes. everybody, oh, yeah. everybody I knew wanted to work for Arthur yeah. Anderson and yes, do the same yeah. thing. In the 1900s, <laughs> we wanted to work for Arthur Anderson. I don't know what I'm going to do, but that's what I want to do. Right. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know how to do that. I don't even know what yes. that means, but that's what I want to do. <laughs> Bonnie, who's one person you gained your network in the last year that you think more people should know? So this is outside of a year, but uh, I will speak to when I was in um, ATD in Dallas and um, very plugged into that group. So that was more than a year since now we're now in San Antonio. But Rance Green is someone I think everybody should know. He is an excellent storyteller and he is passionate about teaching others to tell their stories. And so he has he's a great friend, too. Um, and he's just a really talented guy. And I think that it's good for all of us to learn how to tell a good story no matter kind of where we are in our career or whatever we're doing. Bonnie, if you could go back to the start of your career, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? Well, back in the 1900s, I would have told myself, <laughs> I'm going to stick with my, I'm going to stick with my theme here. Um, is the, I, I wish that I had, as John does and you do, Wendy, as you have a network, you know, you guys stay connected with them. I wish that I had stayed connected with my network that I had built at each of the places that I had worked with, or at least, a, you know, a handful. I have, I have a few, a few that I've kind of carried around with me, but that's not a, a special skill that I have. And so I really wish that I had, and, and I wish that I will do going forward, really kind of work on keeping my network strong, um, not always for career purposes, but to call and say, hey, I see you're doing X, Y, Z now. I have some questions. Can you, can you teach me about this or that? Bonnie, you talked a bit about it with simply strategic talent, but how else do you enjoy giving back to the HR community or even your community at large? I, I think that food insecurity in the United States is just silly. And so I really um, am looking for ways to plug in here in San Antonio for um, food insecurity. So I was plugged in a little bit in the Dallas area. And so now that we're getting settled in, um, whether that's giving time, giving money, just really helping with food insecurity, that's kind of recently where my where my kind of community giving passions um, are are centering. Bonnie, what is your favorite movie? That's also a great question. I, I generally don't have one favorite. I really like the Star Wars series. For my husband and I are very very nerdy, um, and so Star Wars is just a wonderful go to. And I just we love to talk about Star Wars. I love Yoda. You know anything Star Wars <laughs> is a good conversation going to work under the assumption that we are talking in the Star Wars of the 1970s and the 1980s. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> well, I will tell you, though, that we went back this year as we were just kind of getting settled into our new life here, and we just needed some kind of outlet time, my husband and I, and we went back and watched them in order. And so it was very painful to watch those fill-ins. I don't even know what to call them. But the story, you know, it was good to, for the story. But we, what we did watch, we watched them in, in chronological order. I don't want to be disparaging, but. So story chronological order? Yes. Okay. Which put those that shall not be named first. Right. Because they're right. first in the, in the chronological story. It is very interesting as we talk about our vintage and others, the passion that younger people have that grew up on the, on the prequels. As someone that collects figures of Star Wars, I love listening to these individuals that are in their 20s talk about those movies like I talk about Star Wars. <laughs> when it was just called Star Wars. Star Wars. That's right. just that. Not just episode four, not a new hope. It was Star Wars. That's what mm -hmm. it was. 
What's the most memorable or your favorite live performance that you've ever attended? So I have two answers for this. So my most favorite concert is uh, that I went to was Muse. And I can't remember which which album it was. It was the one with the big robot. It had this big, really f- cool scene. And just, it was a, just an excellent, excellent concert. Not too, that too long ago. But I have to tell you that my best friend and I, um, when I worked for Southwest, when we, and we could travel um, if there were open seats available. And she loved, not me, I want to be clear, she loved Bon Jovi. So we traveled the country to see all the Bon Jovi concerts that she wanted to see. And we had some excellent, excellent adventures, like running along the beach, trying to get in front of the horde of women who were like going for the front of the stage. Like we have just really great, we like that we look at upon now back, you know, 10 years ago and we just laugh and remember we used to do that. And so she was such a fan and it was just fun to see her be all excited. So that was kind of a, a fun girl thing that we used to do, but it was not my favorite concert. <laughs> He's a good performer. But great, great adventures. So great, great adventures. Great, great adventures. That's fun. right. How fun. That's right. Very fun. Bonnie, if you could be on any TV show, either as a character or as yourself, what would it be? All right. So I'm going to um, also show my nerdiness. We, I don't even watch television. We watch like streaming and stuff. So I like I never watched any to me. I, I, just TV, but, like, I, I don't watch any like TV. Sh- well, I shouldn't say I watch series, you know, nerdy series. But, yeah. you know, I really think that we could the HR community. Maybe this is going to be your next exciting adventure, John and Wendy. We need like the HR Seinfeld, you know, or like the HR the <laughs> or something because I mean, every HR professional has like just stories that, you know, like you couldn't make that stuff up. So like, let's either put it in a book or put it in a, in a TV show and like, you know, do some, cause you know, Seinfeld, what a show about nothing, but we've got a ton, a ton of content between all of us to talk about. You know, years ago, there was supposed to be a TV show about HR that just fell apart and never, I don't know if the pilot got done. It was Judy Greer was supposed to be the star of it. It just never went anywhere because it got it got some publicity in our world that like, hey, you're going to have a show focused on what we do. How is it going to be like The Office or something? But it just they, they never clearly happened. didn't do enough homework to find out all the really good juicy <laughs> stories that we have to share. That's right. I mean, I from just Southwest alone, there are some just fantastic stories that you like <laughs> can't make up. Right. That's what I always tell people. I, nope. I'm not making. You know, just, you just can't make it up. No, nope. can't make it up. Nope, we're not. It's been declared Bonnie Endicott Day all around the world. What are we doing to celebrate? I love this Bonnie Endicott Day. Okay, so this is going to be a challenge for everybody. Not everybody, half of the population. I would like us all to go to a silent retreat. Oh. Where no one speaks for a day or two. I like it. Wouldn't make much of a podcast, but okay. No, not much of a podcast. <laughs> but just, just for a little vacation, you know, like just no speaking, no, sure. just quiet. Mm-hmm. No new issues, no new things, no new... <laughs> and I'm sure we would drink tea there while we're quiet. So there we go. Kind of a given. Yeah. Well, and finally, Bonnie, as we said earlier, we are crowdsourcing. So if you could ask the next guest of the podcast any question, what would it be? Okay. So I'm going to go with the productivity question. I would love to know the best talent or I'm sorry, time management hack um, your next guest has, and I would love to learn what that is. Good question. I'm glad I don't have to answer it. 
<laughs> I say, what is time management? But it is now right? in the book. It will get asked very soon. Bonnie, this has been just an, a fantastic conversation. I expected no less. I appreciate you so much for being in the community, particularly what you're doing with Simply Strategic Talent. I spend time there and read things, and it's been really beneficial for me not being in that space directly. Really appreciate you being part of what we do and and, and sharing in the conversation. I know most of our listeners are probably connected, but if they're not, best way for them to reach you out there. Yeah, awesome. So you can visit me at simplystrategictalent.com or you can find me on Twitter at Bonnie Endicott. That's B-O-N-N-I-E-E-N-D-I-C-O-T-T. We will have all that in the show notes. And then Wendy, how about you? Best way for listeners to reach you out there? Best way, as always, is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, 7 p.m. Eastern time, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? Once again, and for the last time this month, uh, thank you to the Bowling Green State University Graduate Programs and Organization Development and Change for sponsoring the show. Check them out at bgsu.edu slash MOD. And as for me, johntherman.com for all things John Thurman and for the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, share, follow, check Mm -hmm. mark button, whatever it is, hit that. You will follow. You'll get a new episode every week. International listeners, we've already had one international guest this year. We want to add you to the, we'd love to add you to that conversation. It is so much easier for you to get a hold of us than it is for us to get in touch with you, though. Send us a note and let's start that conversation. Bonnie, thanks for your time and for being being with us. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.